Hi, welcome to Mickey Kingdoms episode 16. I'm your host, Steve, and I'm with... Hi, everyone. I'm Sarah. And we're here to talk about all things Disney. Um, let's go over our topics we are bringing this week. Sarah, what you bringing this week? I am bringing one of my favorite things is Halloween. Is it too early? Absolutely not, because it's halfway to Halloween. Disney ha- uh, had quite a few announcements for their little halfway to Halloween event. They announced Muppets Haunted Mansion, which oh God, will... Uh, right. So it's going to be a Halloween special on Disney Plus, and mm-hmm. it's going to be the story essentially is going to be Gonzo is challenged to spend the night in the Haunted Mansion, and it's expected to have celebrity cameos and music, mm-hmm. just like, you know, the usual Muppets stuff. So that was announced. And then other halfway to Halloween things were on their Disney Parks TikTok. They had behind the scenes things about Haunted Mansion. I really um, like their YouTube they... series. Did you watch it? I did not. So, so with the announcement, if you go to you have to you can't do it on your phone. You have to do it well I think you can't do it on your phone, but you have to be in the YouTube app because it doesn't work on anything else or on the YouTube website. If you go to the the YouTube where they they are announcing like the Haunted Mansion Halfway to Halloween thing, you can click and it then does like you can pick which Haunted Mansion, including Mystic Manor. Uh, it'll then give you a video of that. Then and then you can even pick story. It'll do that. Then effects. It'll, you can do that. And all of it's hosted by Dud. Uh, is it's Dudley, right? Isn't it Dudley? Deadly, Deadly, the Muppet Deadly. Um, oh, and then it, yeah, and then it also includes their announcement for the Muppets Haunted Mansion. So. It, it does need to be done on the YouTube app itself or on the website from a, a, a computer browser, not the f- browser on your phone. Uh, and okay. uh, it, it's a great, like it literally has them for, for all, all the Haunted Mansions throughout the world and then including Misting Banner in Hong Kong and they all have so separate, you... it's like a choose your own adventure sort of because like after you watch a video, it, you know how like YouTube will, pop up to yeah, no, you don't watch youtube that much will pop up like two recommended videos or if you want to and you program it it'll be more videos and you click on the one you want it'll give it'll tell you the option either story um effects or like uh imagineering and then you can click on that and what do you have to you, search i believe it's the the announcement video itself the if you go to the disney parks intro to the haunted mansion that one will give you the option. So for the, for for at least that one, um, where's the original? So you have to probably go to Disney Parks. Oh, here we go. A self-guided tour of the most mystifying attraction. That's what you need. So if you search a self-guided tour of the most mystifying attraction around the world uh, okay. on Dis- the Disney Parks what uh, uh, YouTube, and it's hosted by Deadly uh, from the Muppets and. As the video plays at the end, you can make your selection of which which haunted mansion to visit, which story to listen to, because they all have different stories. It's really cool, like th- than doing this. Um, yeah, that and, sounds uh, really fun. Um, that's that's something I'm definitely gonna look into. I can't believe I missed that, but um, yeah. So on the TikTok, you have the behind the scenes stuff of the haunted mansion. They got you know uh, they show the costumes. Um, they show downtown Disney is currently having halfway to Halloween treats at certain locations. Like Gideon's Bakehouse has a half pound cookie thing, which is just so violently American to me. So there's that. And then, you know, in addition to all that, they also announced the Disney After Hours Boo Bash, which is going to be. And after hours, as you know, the name implies, event for Halloween. But it's insane because it runs from August 10th till October 31st, and this it, and tickets go on sale in June. So it's like a really long thing. Well, I think Disney World always starts like mid-August. But what I'm curious is they also announced Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Yeah, because so, that's during what? regular hours, from what I understand. No, no, no. Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party was also a hard ticket event at night. So I wonder if 
if did they confirm what park it was for? They're both um, for Magic Kingdom, right? Or no? I I assumed it was for Magic Kingdom, and I know that it was three hours um, after the parks. So, yeah, that's all I have is that it's you know you're allowed costumes, although there's no parades or fireworks or whatever announced because I guess they just don't know where they're going to be at. Yeah. Then, um, costumes, treat stops, the costumed characters um the cadaver dance you know yeah. stuff like that i assumed that that was in replacement for mickey's not so scary oh so no it is a replacement so disney world's there you go 2021 mickey's not so scary party has been canceled it's been officially canceled for 2021 instead it will be replaced by the disney's after hours boobash interesting because they did announce the 25th anniversary logo that we just talked about the other day. They did, and they they released a bunch of merchandise as well. So I'm I'm reading from uh, Disney Food Blog. I'm not sure if announcing one officially means the other is canceled. I'm very curious on what that means because I, I don't think they officially said it was canceled. Well, it could be wrong. We'll um, see what happens. I mean, it's still so early. Things might you know, develop and change and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, lots of fun Halloween merchandise mm-hmm. announced. Um, they, you know, they're uh, pushing their books. And uh, there's a villain's cookbook that's coming out, which I might have. That looks great. Get. The pre-order. I have so many cookbooks mm-hmm. for someone who doesn't cook. Um they're, you know, showing the the City of Villains book, which I recommended to you, which I don't think you've read yet. Not yet. Um, it's so good. So, yeah, there's lots of stuff. There's a Nightmare Before Christmas cookbook and, and, you know, there's jewelry, T-shirts, all that good stuff. So it looks like they're going to go all out for Halloween this year, which I am quite excited, although that's Disney World, and I would like to know what's going on at Disneyland as I will potentially um, I be there that, for October. <laughs> I, it may be something similar because now that I'm thinking about it, they probably don't want to be handing out candy, which is why the Boo Bash is going to be there instead because there's less hand-to-hand, less that still. It's not like, and it is the fall, and even though we are here it seems that the tail end things are starting to get back to normal in the United mm-hmm. States anyway. Um, the winter or fall could bring things, change things. And so maybe they're hedging their bets and announcing something where people won't expect the same thing. Um, yeah. So it may be something similar in Disneyland where it's a, a shorter three hour event because the, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party and the um, Oogie Boogie Bash, which was amazing last year or two years ago. Gosh, or three years ago, man. Was it three years ago? Last Halloween before pandemic, which was 2019. Wow. Yeah. So that was the first year they had Oogie Oogie Boogie Bash. um, And it was amazing. And the amount of candy we had was ridiculous, but that involves long lines for the candy and I just don't know if that adding long lines for that makes sense. And it is a longer and not every night um, event. It, it was only like, I believe, weekends and like a few Mondays and, you know, uh, mixed in. But a shorter event where it's more of an add on to your day does seem to make more sense. Where it is maybe just less people. You can do the rides. There's more of like a, a maybe a Halloween overlay to things. There's some, there's some. I don't know, well, yeah, from from the announcements, the it just sounds very similar to the Disneyland Paris Halloween experience, which is just after hours. A couple, you know, uh, parts of the park is open. Not even the whole park. You're allowed costumes. There's music, special treats, stuff like that. So to me, that's mm-hmm. just what I you know, was picturing in my mind. Um, 
but we'll see as things develop. It's still super early. Yeah, anything can change. This is the first time I've noticed them really pushing the halfway to Halloween thing. Right? Um, I was so excited because I felt like, because I'm a crazy Halloween person. Like, I follow lots of Halloween accounts on on different platforms and stuff and like we're crazy people so like we celebrate halfway to halloween it's a thing this is sad but i'm like oh disney probably thought we can cash in on this (laughs) you know um yes because i know that what gets what was really always a bigger deal for halloween especially in the la area is they would have scare i think it was called Scarefest or scarecon in which would happen Mm -hmm. in in midsummer and you'd get previews on like halloween horror nights or the queen mary or yeah i have friends who go to that and obviously that big convention isn't happening and that was a main lead-in and i know halfway to halloween they would announce one of the houses and, and and that moving forward you know it's a cool thing obviously and anything that you can make some money on they're gonna do it um so but i think it's a fun little little piece of halloween in the middle of the year which is pretty cool. well yeah don't some people do um halfway to or christmas in july yeah that's a thing it's not really ha- yeah yeah, yeah. It, but it's yeah yeah that's a thing but like it's it's not that big of a thing and i don't even think disney does any christmas in july stuff i bet you they will this year possible to make up okay. for what people missed we need more magic yeah right so i want to talk about what we actually totally overlooked last week, and that is the new Marvel, like, sizzle reel. There's a lot of new info and like visuals that we haven't seen before that we get um, through that. So anybody who doesn't know, this is a sort of a welcome back to the movies MCU trailer for, you know, getting people pumped up to go back to the movies as movies are pretty much theaters are open everywhere here with certain restrictions, but they are pretty much open everywhere. Um, you got to wear a mask, you know, the, the social distancing um, people. As they're getting vaccinated, people are really doing things, especially here in California. Um, so, it, first of all, the the the, the Stan Lee like like monologue is amazing. I don't know where that's from, but it's, it's pre-recorded, just, obviously. Well, of course, but I don't know when it was recorded from. I don't know if it was recorded for like if it was from an interview or for like some some event. But it, it's just so poignant in how he talks about how, you know, experience a movie with your fellow moviegoers does, like, it's an experience. Um, and they yeah. also, by showing the epic moment in Endgame with Captain America, says mm-hmm. Avengers Assemble, with all that whole buildup and, and the fans' reaction, of course, everyone. I'm, I, was, I was tearing up during this video, just so people know. Yeah, it was very emotional. Um, but now, let's go over, like the breakdown of what there was obviously the first thing they show um from their movie slate is black widow which man this is going to be awesome i know there's going to have some connections to falcon um and the winter soldier and i'm excited for this and i have a really strong feeling that they're setting up uh florence Pugh's elena belova as to be the next black widow because we know she's going to be in She's announced to being in one of the next movies. I forget which one. Hmm. Her being in another movie is she's going to be sticking around. So uh, I could very much see her being the next Black Widow. Maybe, maybe she's called something else, um, but she's going to be that that type of character that will be sticking around. You know, they have a bunch of action scenes. Uh, there's there's a couple of new things, but I wouldn't. I would say this isn't like what we really want to talk about. Um, there's some Shang-Chi stuff we haven't seen before. Um, a little bit more of uh, 
um, what's her name? The the chick you like. Um, the chick I like. Her, what's her name? The comedian, uh, the Asian comedian. Uh, oh, she, um, Aquafina. Uh, there we go. Ali. Oh, I thought you were talking about Ali Wong. <laughs> no, Aquafina. Well, Ali Wong is she in that? I don't think so. Maybe she is. I don't know. But Aquafina, there's a bit more Aquafina in it. But then the highlight I would say of this video is we get to see some inter Eternals footage. And it just looks different. You can tell there's a different filter on the camera, the way it's filmed very differently. Um, cinematography, you know, we see Selma Hayek as Ajax. You know, it looks like it's she's like on a ranch or whatever. And then, you know, you have that, there's like a sunset ceremony. And then the, not the money shot yet. And then you have the, you know, you see like the group together. And then the money shot of Angelina Jolie Athena with that sword, that like see-through glass sword. Awesome. And then there's also the uh, zoomed-out scene where they're all in front of what appears to be like a very old structure. Because we know this takes place over hundreds of years. So I don't know if like we follow them present time and we see some flashbacks. We'll see how it works. But this will take place over hundreds of years. And they, they're actually standing in front of a Babylonian monument. The Ishtar Gate and um, Icarus just like, excuse me, uh, yeah, Icarus just uh, like runs in the scene and, and like the effect is cool and I just, and also there's already rumors about them planning a sequel and this is directed by literally the best, or the person who won the best or, uh, director at the Oscars this year. I it's funny because I was excited, but I, I like Eternals is not very much in the comics. They had a miniseries. They're mentioned here and there, but they're not like huge. But my goodness, am I excited for this movie now? Yeah, I know nothing. So to me, I'm just going to trust that they'll deliver something I enjoy. <laughs> I hope, I honestly hope it's because it won't be a comedy like Guardians of the Galaxy, but I think that it'll have the same kind of impact where. This is going to be a new team that nobody knows because no one knew who Guardians of the Galaxy was. Like even me, like I know them and 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 here and there, but their team changes all the time. The current team that's that that's in the movies was not always the current team in the comics, and like that that is one of my favorite movies in the MCU is Guardians of the Galaxy, and oh, that, yeah. you know, and I know a lot of people who did not watch the MCU and, and watch the Guardians and basically watch the rest of the MCU. And this movie, I think, could be bringing a lot of people in because they're going to be marketing this, like, Oscar-winning director. Like, mm -hmm. look at the cast. Are you kidding me? Like, it's an all-star cast. And P from people from some of the biggest properties. Like, obviously, Angelina Jolie, everyone knows her. You know, you've got Richard Madden from Game of Thrones. And then Kumal Nunjani, who is a huge, like, you know, in nerddom is a huge person. And then he got ripped for this movie. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> uh, but uh, oh, I'm, I'm very, very, very excited. I think we're also going to find some stuff out about Thanos, like when he was younger. Um, oh, okay. I, I think we're going to see something. Maybe, maybe not. But uh, I could be wrong. But, and then, of course, after the... Eternals footage, it basically goes into just like title screens for Spider-Man No Way Home, mm -hmm. Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder, and then a big thing is the change in Black Panther title. Now it's Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Which are you, that is the perfect title. Like It, it is. It's 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 emotional. We, it's, it's hard. Because mm -hmm. um, we know that ahead. they're going to have to move on from Chadwick Boseman and they've chosen not to recast so and of course that statement Wakanda forever which is used in the movies and and was being used by people after watching the movie like it, oh, just, it was a huge thing so it like that title is just it's is it's it's perfect it's a perfect title perfect title I, I don't know what else they could have named it that would have been any better um yeah yeah well, I was just going to say that, um, you know, from everything they say about how they're working the script and the story and they're going to they're doing it as respectfully as possible and they're paying all, uh, homage to, to uh, Chadwick. Um, mm -hmm. It's 
I'm very, very interested in seeing how they go about it. And uh, yeah, we'll see. If if you had to put money on it, who do you think will be the next Black Panther? See, okay, I want it to be Shuri, but I don't think it will be. Um, um, Mbaku, <laughs> maybe. Um, but I don't think so. I feel like that would be a weird cop out. I don't know. I I have no idea. I I can't even fathom how. Or who, because all my ideas are stupid and don't make sense. <laughs> so. Do you think there would be multiple Black Panthers? That because, could be interesting. And and obviously the the heart the heart flower, um, there are none left. So how who will get at least like the strength? Or obviously with technology, they could it could mainly be in the suit, which it was already. But yeah, I'm very curious. I I would say Mbaku would be a really good um, a candidate, but I could see them bringing like an original character, you know, to like literally someone that, or maybe someone that pulled from the comics that I wouldn't know about, but maybe a brand new character um, becomes the new Black Panther, someone else. But we'll see. Maybe there isn't. Or maybe, maybe Chadwick that's... Boseman has a child out there somewhere. You know, it's possible. But also, like maybe this movie isn't about a new Black Panther. It's about Wakanda persevering, and maybe maybe yeah, hints at one maybe at the end. But maybe we don't have one yet. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I'm I'm excited. Uh, and then the next one, the Marvels. Which is so cool because in the titles, in the title treatment, you have the S, which is from Miss Marvel, you have the very classic S, and then you have the photon symbol from from uh, Monica Rambo, her photon character in the comics, mm-hmm. which we've seen Monica in WandaVision. So she's we know she will be in this. Um, how she gets to this, I don't know. I know there's rumors that she's also going to be in Doctor Strange. But, um, and I have seen images of the Miss Marvel outfit, and I think it looks great. And, uh, yeah, do you, uh, are you, are you looking forward to the Marvels? Um, I, I, I am. I, I don't really know what to expect. Well, I don't, I don't either. I think it's an original, like, even the first Captain Marvel, um, was very original. Like, yeah, they, it was rude and things, but the scrolls are, are totally different than what they are in the comics. And um, I, uh, I'm i excited to see this, like, team of, like, super-powered women, like, kick ass. Yeah, um, I'm excited for that. I, I just, I don't know what I'm excited for. <laughs> like, I'm just, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I guess, just a dumb Marvel fan girl. Like, just give me everything you got. Throw it at me. Most likely yeah. I'll enjoy it. <laughs> yep. And then the next movie sounds like it was named by Vince McMahon from the WWE, which is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Um, <laughs> That's what I was too. Uh, Which I could see them going crazy with this. Because, you know, just like you have, like, the Multiverse of Madness, like, we yeah. know the Quantum Realm gets weird. Like, they were they did, like, time travel already using the Quantum Realm. So, I wouldn't put it past them for this movie being also one with really weird and, 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 and not so weird, like, cameos. This could get wacko. And if anyone would have told me that the Ant-Man movies would be some of my favorites in the MCU, I would tell them they were crazy, <laughs> but... They are. They're very original and different, and they're you know, Paul Rudd is the ageless ageless wonder, and he is hilarious, yeah. and um, yeah, I'm excited for this. Do you think uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is gonna have a big um role in it because she was in the quantum realm, so like she knows her way around. Yeah, well, she's confirmed to be back. The whole team is back, so we'll see. Well, yeah, like, just because she's back doesn't mean she has like a, a, a huge big role. presence in it. Yeah, I would think she, 
like you said, she knows she's been in the quantum realm. Um, I just don't. I wonder how connected and how the story like how connects to quantum mania is it, is it isolated is it maybe connected somehow to multiverse of madness um uh, i don't know like um um and also like maybe through quantum mania that's how they connect some other worlds like spider-man and venom and like they could do anything like the quantum yeah. realm is 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 like is that how how they bring back steve rogers does he come back from the, through the quantum realm again? Um, because that's how he w- went back in time. So uh, it, it's it's very, very interesting. Um, then you have Guardians 3, which, you know, it's Guardians 3. It's James Gunn, the whole team. Can't wait. Like, love the movie. Love the vibes. Um, can't wait. And then this is actually surprising that it is part of Phase 4. Fantastic Four. This is sooner than I was expecting. Yeah, there's no release date or anything. It's literally just an announcement. There's no like uh, casting announcements or anything. Mm-hmm. So it's just a giant question mark right now. So yeah, that is exciting. Yeah, I like. I'm. I think this is just me speculating. <laughs> I think the Fantastic Four, and especially like Reed Richards, they're going to be the new leaders of the MCU moving forward once they show up. Because, you know, they've even said, like, James Gunn even said, Guardians 3 is my last one. I'm not making any more. And even uh, um, who plays Drax, um, Batista, literally said that he doesn't think he'll make any more movies after this because he's 54 already. Which, oh my God, that guy's 54. Are you kidding? He's in amazing shape for 54 year old. Well, that's why he's probably tired of working out. He's like, "Let me well, get that's soft." He, his 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 tart his his quote literally was, "I'm waiting any day now for it to start sagging." So <laughs> he even thinks that he can't do it anymore. Um, yeah. Um. You know, Ant Man the Wasp has their third movie. The Marvels obviously were just started. Black Panther that's going to continue. Like, how many more movies is like Chris Hemsworth going to do? Because obviously. The, he loves working with Taika and, and, you know, like there is eventually going to be a, a moment to move on. And I think the fantastic four is going to be that inflection point where we end up with new, a new leading team. Um, hmm. So we'll see. I don't know. Um, it's funny. Cause you know, I, I, I enjoyed the, the first couple excuse me fantastic four movies but they weren't great and i wasn't the biggest fantastic four fan when i was a kid but i've been reading so many fantastic four comics recently and even the new ones they are so good um who's your dream uh, cast well it's the one everyone says you know you got john krasinski you know okay you say john krasinski okay well, isn't that, that's like well, the one everyone's talking about. John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. I want Rahul Kohli. <laughs> as as the Human Torch, he'd be amazing. I was thinking Mr. Fantastic, but I'll take him as the Human Torch. He could be that, but like... um. But he keeps saying, then, I won't do it. No one's asking me. No one wants it. I'm not doing it. And I'm like, sure, that's what they always tell us. So I think... Here's the thing. I'm not going to get too excited, but Joss, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, you know, and then what if they just say, hey, you can direct the movie because he's been oh. a great director. He has, um, yeah. So especially The Quiet Place, which Quiet Place 2 comes out later this month, and I can't wait to see that. If I'm Once I'm fully vaccinated, I may have to go to the theater to watch that. But um, and then for The Thing, let's see, who would I want as The Thing? So those are the two hard ones: is the Human Torch and the Mr. Thing. Mr. Fantastic, Invisible Woman. So the I thing already got. Could be almost anyone. Stuff. No, I want like you need a guy with like a heavy accent, like really from New York. Um, Would you want him to be in a costume or CGI? Oh, uh, CGI, because they're so right. good at doing CGI. And that rock as a costume, it looks implies there's no way of making that in a 
like the costume was pretty good the one in the first one um uh -huh. -hmm. -hmm. Um, so honestly, it doesn't have to be like the actor doesn't need the look. Um, well, I guess they do because you you see him before they they get uh you know changed by by the uh, what is it the uh, solar waves. Um, you have I, mean, I just gotta
remove Ant-Man, Quantumania, Doctor Strange, Multiverse Madness, because that's that's just going to get crazy pants. I'm shocked you didn't say Spider-Man. Or you yeah. just remembered it. No, okay. Spider-Man is always my top number one, but when it comes mm-hmm. to, like, Marvel, it's still Sony in my mind, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's Spider-Man is definitely... But because I'm so invested... <laughs> I'm more likely to be disappointed. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, Spider-Man's always my number one choice. That's that's obvious. So I didn't even yeah. consider that. Okay. All right. Well, on that note, we'll end our main topic segment, and we'll go straight into our Disney Plus gems. Sarah, what's your Disney Plus gem this week? So this week is one of my favorites that's completely underrated, and almost everyone I talk to has not seen it yet, is Treasure Planet. I Did I not say Treasure Planet before? I may have, but I may not have. I don't remember. But yes, I can, go on. I can change it, but no, Treasure Planet is straight up one of my favorite Disney movies, like, it's yeah it's so it's a twist on treasure island the the mm-hmm. book obviously um jim hawkins teenage kid finds a treasure map and goes on an adventure but it's in space obviously it's makes everything planet. better space makes everything better it does and it's got like a real steampunky vibe with like pirates and mm-hmm. it's just all these things that i love and enjoy put together and i feel like the music is so good Joseph Gordon-Levitt's um, Jim Hawkins voice. It's just, it's such a good movie and I don't understand why people don't see it. <laughs> well, it was a major, major flop. Um, it was. And it, it, I think it was, it was trying to be, this was. It was in, trying to be a teen movie. Even, it's not that role. That's the thing is it, it tried to probably advertise itself as one and yet like Tarzan did it better. Tarzan in the '90s did the whole like extreme, like the grinding thing. Had good music. You still have to have all those elements. And I think Treasure Planet was just too different for people for for a Disney movie because it was like sci-fi and and that's similar to like Atlantis because Atlantis didn't do well either. So I had a feeling. No, but that, that like... has a more of a cult following. Atlantis has a huge cult following these days. Yeah. Well, I feel so... like Treasure Planet people are still not seeing it. It's, um, no, it's it's great, and a lot of it actually holds up. It's very pretty. Um, it some is, of the and CD the music is not... solid. Well, it's got one good song. Okay, it's, it's not got musical. lots of good song. No, it's not it's a musical. Like one... people aren't singing, yeah. but no, like the music throughout, like the score and stuff. It's 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 ah, it's such a good movie. It, it's very good. Um, highly recommended as well. Um, and um. Yeah. Uh, so mine is a very weird um, cartoon, mm-hmm. and how it was made is also very bizarre. So there's a show called Legend of the Three Caballeros, oh, which is um, about the Three Caballeros. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Donald, Jose, and Panchito. This show was actually made for. South America originally exclusively for like a South American um, channel. I forget what it is. I think it was somewhere um, in uh, Argentina. Um, oh. Obviously, they, you know, ha- it's in English and it is so good. Like, and it bums me out because it doesn't seem like there's going to be a second season or anything, but um, which it doesn't need one. Like, not everything needs a second season, but. Um, it's, it's great. I honestly, like you and mother would love the show, I think, because it's not, it's, it's about them. Um, you know, obviously the nephews are in it. There is a ton of, um, little hints at other parts of Disney in it as well. Like, uh, just little, like cameos and stuff. 
and um it's just very well it's very well made this was originally made i believe by actually a um game studio actually made the show oh um, and yeah it, it was made for like a streaming network in south america and um it's great it's it's very high quality uh, animation um it, it it involves a lot of history, which is cool because there is this new character um, that that exists. It's uh, Xandra, the goddess of adventure, and they go on adventures with her. Um, and they go to like, they go see gods, and they go. It's like very mystical worlds, um, and um, yeah, it's called Legend of the Legend of the Three Caballeros. There's one season. I think there's. I want to say there's like 12 episodes. Um, there's 13 episodes. And um, not only are the nephews in this, but also um, their cousins, the three, I forget what the three girls are, are called. How um, dare you? Um, and uh, Uncle Scrooge does show up in this. Um, and... It's it's freaking it's great. It's definitely got a flair for the for, for South America. There's definitely a lot of uh, cultural things because they go to a lot of South American countries. Um, but it's great. Like I'm I was if you would have told me that this was made by a non animation studio, like I would have been I wouldn't have believed you. I was like, this is made by Disney Animation, <laughs> um, and uh, the writing's great and. Uh, it's just a, a fun show to watch. Uh, you should add it to your playlist. I will. Um, on that note, let's go to our Kingdom Keeper segment. What Disney Parks news do you have? So what I got is um, the Tokyo Disney Sea Fantasy Springs. Um, so I just saw a whole bunch of um, concept art, and they recently released sneak peek videos of um, scaled models. Um, mm-hmm. And it looks really, really pretty. So basically, Disney Tokyo Disney Sea is doing Fantasy Springs, which seems to be very similar to like our Fantasyland, but it's a port. Um, yeah. And there's so they're gonna have like mini Peter Pan, Frozen, and Tangled areas, mm-hmm. and um, there's gonna be an in par- a new in park hotel which looks so cool it's Mm -hmm. very art nouveau and it's in park as i said and it's got like almost 500 rooms and it doesn't have a name yet to my knowledge but it it looks really cool it's gonna fit in the whole fantasy you know look um and uh yeah it just it looks so cool there's um you know, speculation at this point about what the rides are going to be and how they're going to be. Like, a lot of people are saying that the Peter Pan ride is going to be kind of like Pandora technology, um, stuff like that. So it's just, you know, concept art at this point, but it looks very pretty. I don't know if I'll ever make it to Tokyo Disney Sea, but um, I can't wait for them to build it and then see. Mm-hmm what it looks like in the end like it's just you know lots of waterfalls and you know ca- caverns and stuff like it's gonna look like it just fits there obviously um yeah. from everything i see at tokyo disney sea it's it's very pretty and really well done so um yeah that's that's what i got um do so, you have any thoughts uh, on that have you seen anything um i've seen a lot yeah, I've seen a lot of the uh, um, concept art, and of, they're gonna every time Tokyo does anything, they always seem to knock it out of the park. They're like the gold standard for like new rides, and, which is so uh, funny because they're like a franchisee. <laughs> well, they they pay for it, so a lot of things, and they they subsidize a lot of wed like uh, imaginary uh, 
research because what will happen is a lot of these rides that happen in Tokyo, they also have an exclusivity period. I don't remember how many years it is. So when they build a new ride, Disney can now build it somewhere else, but after a certain amount of time. Yeah, because um, it's owned by the Oriental Land Company. So mm-hmm. it's like their arrangement is that um, they can only, ha- their rides have to be exclusive to their park for, as you said, a certain period of time. I oh, completely yeah. forgot how much it is. So it's, it, you know, like I'm just so jealous of their rides because I feel like they're just on a whole other level. Mm-hmm. Sorry to interrupt you. Continue. No, no. Um, so um, right now in the parks here, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything new. There's a, there's some slight updates about um, like mask use. Uh, a lot of, of uh, uh, cast members now don't have to wear face shields at certain posts where they were required, such as at the entrance and stuff like that. Um, a lot of... Um, uh, previously closed rides have opened like Winnie the Pooh, a lot of those more indoor rides um, that were like still waiting on being opened have opened. Yeah, Alice Wonderlands and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So um, it's, I'm very curious on how quickly things will change um, as vaccination numbers ch- keep going up. We'll see how that works. And, and, you know, they're still doing a lot to try to make it seem as if, you know, it's normal times. They're still doing cool, special food, um, you know, for for the events. And so, like at, at Disneyland right now, you have, you know, they have the they have the uh, purple poison apple stein, which is for the happy halfway to Halloween. Uh, to Halloween, they have a special magic cupcake, which is all rainbow for pride. Um, of course, they have a bunch of cool. Uh, popcorn buckets which everyone this is a thing that it seems exclusive to disneyland you will never see a longer line for a piece of plastic popcorn bucket than you will at disneyland okay like, but some of them are super cool yeah like i got the christmas tree one from a couple years ago and that one's great that's literally a christmas decoration and i think i i, I have also have a tie fighter and but to call these popcorn buckets is crazy because no one actually eats the popcorn out of them. But there isn't the the they have a new uh, Toy Story alien bucket where he opens his mouth and that's where the popcorn is, which is a little disturbing. Um, <laughs> and then they have a, literally a massive Cinderella carriage popcorn bucket. Yeah, that one looks really ridiculous. Uh, you know, they have new Star Wars Rebels. Uh, clothing line which includes like baseball jersey basketball jersey um a lot of cool um stuff they also have the the star wars pride stuff where it's a star wars and rainbow with the falcon driving by the rainbow r2 unit which is called rain rainbow rain row r2 rn8 8w <laughs> um, and then i have not bought a wishable yet for myself but the new wishables are Star Tours, and it's the Star Speeder Rex, a, a Stormtrooper, three PO, and then the one that's not in in the uh, secret bag is R two D two. And so you you don't need to oh get one of those secret bags for R two D two. And I believe, um, if if I could, I probably would buy one of those that might be my first wishable and only wishable i would want the rex the rex star speeder driver that would be amazing um, yeah I back where is dj days um <laughs> and um that's it merchandise wise um oh one thing that's really funny because as people are in the parks you're getting a lot of photos so toontown right now the mm-hmm. entire back of it is just a massive oh. building for the uh, Mickey and Minnie Runaway rail- Railway. And, of course, they knew that there was nothing they could do to hide it. So they just have a, a few big signs to say, <laughs> what building? There's no big building here. It's very Toontown. It is super cute. And what's cool is, like, it, by the time this, this attraction opens, I would not be surprised if all of Toontown got a fresh coat of paint and we're going to get a new background which because that background was really like falling apart like they yeah, needed to be painted. the clouds were pretty worn out 
that's all going to get we're we're going to get a new background and uh Toontown's going to get a new lease on life with this attraction. Um I hope they do something with um the gadget coaster um cuz I feel like that area could be used better than like a little kitty coaster, but obviously I'm not a little kid. A lot no? of people are like, not a lot of little kid rides. Because every big attraction is not for kids. Like, that's that's one thing. Star Wars Land, nothing for little kids. So I'm not going to complain. If You know, little kids need to have rides too. Because guess what? Disneyland's for everybody. Not just us adults um, without children. Um, us millennials without children. Our childless millennials. <laughs> that everyone complains about. Um, okay. <laughs> I think, oh, and then of course... The new emos have their new summer outfits, which one of these days I may have to go get my new emo a cool little Hawaiian shirt and a bathing suit. Um, and uh, um, they also have, so you and mom would love these. So do you remember the old Mickey? We, it was mostly uh, um, Uncle Scrooge, but the old Disney comics, or they were like activity books we used to read mm -hmm. when we were little kids. Yeah. Well, they now have purses and bags made by those co from those comics. Oh, that would be cool. I didn't so, see those. Um, so, uh, I think you would love those. Um, but uh, um, I think that's all my Disney that my park updates for the moment. Um, so on that note, that is it for this week in Magic Kingdoms. Uh, that was episode 16. Um, please uh, join us on social media. We've actually been very active on Instagram and Facebook. Yes, uh, reach we out to have. us. Anyway. Uh, Sarah's been doing a great job with that. <laughs> um, you know, uh, if, if uh, we may end up opening up, you know, if there's any questions for the podcast, we'll. We'd love for you guys to uh, chime in and we'd love to answer any questions or, you know, if you have any questions about what we do in the parks or, you know, how, how we approach what, what we do when we go or, or even like what our favorite movies or characters are or whatever, you know, we're down for any interacting with, uh, with anyone about uh, anything Disney. So with that, we would bid you farewell and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you.